Thought Leadership Studio. You're listening to Thought Leadership Studio, the podcast that helps you master high-level positive mass influence to create distinctive business niches, captivate an audience, grow your following, and change the game by changing the frame with strategic thought leadership. Thought Leadership Studio. Welcome to Thought Leadership Studio, episode 22, interview with personal branding expert, Michael Finney. I'm your host, strategic thought leadership coach and consultant, Chris McNeil. And this episode, uh, interviewing Michael Finney, the author of How to Create a Personal Brand in 10 Steps, is going to help you learn more about personal branding, to gain insight into the relationship between meaningful achievement like we look for with strategic thought leadership and designing the impression you make, especially online, and to discover ways to assess and improve your personal brand. Now, to me, personal branding is to some degree emergent from practicing effective strategic thought leadership. If you're leading an audience to a fresh perspective that empowers them and that they appreciate, they're going to associate those positive feelings with you or your thought leading organization. Leading an audience to positive feelings has a strong impact on personal brand. And a lot of the media that we use for this, it's the same kind of media they talk about in personal branding. Now, I also recognize that there is value in addressing personal branding specifically. And there's specialists in personal branding who can give someone a jump start in building a strong personal brand, especially when they're just starting out. And I recently became acquainted with personal branding expert Michael Finney and I feel his insights can be quite helpful to thought leaders and aspiring thought leaders in general. Now, Michael Finney is the author of How to Create a Personal Brand in 10 Steps, which is available in book form on Amazon and as a course on Udemy and Gumroad. And I'm putting links to all of this in the episode page where if you're on thoughtleadershipstudio.com listening to this, hey, you're there. Look a little bit down the page. If you're listening on an app, then check the episode description, which will have a link to the episode page that will have all these links and other information you might find helpful. But Michael has over 15 years experience creating content marketing campaigns in fields like telecom, security, medical devices, entertainment, and more, as well as being the author of How to Create a Personal Brand in 10 Steps. So let's jump right into the interview after the short musical break. Thought Leadership Studio.
So I'm Chris McNeil, host of Thought Leadership Studio Podcasts, and I'm sitting here across Zoom with Michael Finney, who has created a program called How to Create a Personal Brand in 10 Steps. And those of us involved in anything with thought leadership, of course, personal branding is a part of that. And Michael's also a full spectrum content producer from the Midwest. He's worked with music, audio, video, photography, and writing over a 20-year career. He's taken all across the country and has you know, provided skills for media production and worked with a wide range of clients in various things that are related to this special topic of personal branding. Glad to have you here, Michael. Hey, thank you for having me on, Chris. Looking forward to discussing everything today. So I want to ask you to start with, what is the difference in someone who has really attended to creating a strong personal brand versus one who hasn't? Well, I think that somebody who hasn't is somebody who has not necessarily spent a lot of time like focusing into specialties or creating uh, an, a professional identity that is linked to a skill set or a knowledge base that they can translate into uh, improvements for other people. So that is maybe the 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 factor, like the the negative factors, and then the, the positive factors would be like as soon as you understand those things, right, and you've started to connect and start to get some momentum with some aspect of your career or your professional skills or whatever, marketing those things and making it known through content or your profiles on social networks or, uh, you know, the things that you give out when you meet people, whether it is your work business card or a separate professional business card that you create for yourself. These are all things that kind of tie into that and, um, and sets people apart. So setting people apart is what having a strong personal brand does for someone. And if someone's working with you, where do you usually start? What kind of questions do you ask to find out where they're at and start to define where you'd like to help them get to? Well, it really starts with the question that you started with, right? In the sense that like, do they know, you know, their strengths or their weaknesses or what's working for them? And that's kind of where I start asking questions and say like, okay, well, tell me about your career or tell me about your trajectory or tell me about your goals. And, um, you know, assessing what they have in established, right? You know, are they blogging? Do they have a personal website? Do they have personal social networks that are, um, you know, that have a, a professional vibe to them as opposed to say, you know, a family vibe or um, any number of other types of presences that we can make on social networks, right? Okay. Uh, I, I like to mix it up a lot personally. Uh, you know, every network is really kind of a different way of expressing uh, yourself and some, some component of yourself through, through different ways, whether it's words or images or video or sound uh, or our capacity to curate other people's work, you know, that really is, um, you know, the way through which we refine our message and, and distribute it. 
So what kind of trends have you noticed in personal branding in general over the years? Well, you know, a lot of people kind of think it's, it's coming to an end, you know, because like the saturation of influencers is maybe peaked, maybe it's hit a peak, but maybe it hasn't, maybe it's just stratifying in different ways, you know? Um, I don't think that people are ever going to be any less attached to their name though. And because of that, the idea of personal branding is maybe just, you know, a ladder rung within the larger ascent that we make professionally in our careers. And like, it might just be that like you establish this personal brand at, at some phase as a way of making the next step to, you know, starting an agency or making uh, a leap into the next phase of your career, whether that's like a second act or maybe, you know, moving into a, a higher role with more responsibility and pay, things like that. Yeah, it makes sense. It would apply to just about any professional context. It has to do with the impression that you make on people. And, and is it about designing that impression or is it about focusing on what you do for people and, and amplifying the how much people revere the special benefits that you might uniquely bring to an audience or is it kind of a combination of those or how do you see that yeah i think it's a i think it's a combination of those two things but i also think that like we as individuals right as we are putting these aspects of ourselves out there need to think in a in a more reductionist capacity right Okay. That we put so much and so much variety, you know, and, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, um, and to kind of like distill ourselves down into maybe, you know, uh, a couple of things that really we can keep pulling on these threads over time, you know, so I have a couple of projects that, that are, you know, my projects that I've been doing, uh, you know, one of which is called Chicago 1893. And this is a, a thread I've been pulling it, you know, it started as a social media thing, it turned into a book, you know, that turned into an audio book, and then that turned into a documentary and a line of merch, and it's now is getting into augmented reality. And, you know, it has its own um, momentum, and it has its own will, in a sense, to a degree that exists beyond me, you know, and that's, you know, as any business is, that's kind of, you know, what we want them to do. Um, but I think that like, you don't, you can't see that on day one, right? And you really have to just kind of like put that first block down and then, you know, eventually you get to stand back and, and look at the, the construction of what you've made. But it it is something that you have to be patient with and, um, you know, roll with some punches here and there. Well, that's fascinating to me to look at the difference between, say, a strong corporate brand that is relatively independent of a an individual leader or thought leader or founder versus like Tesla that pivots really strongly on the personal brand of Elon Musk in so many ways. 
where they don't. Well, okay. So let's, let's talk about that. I'm not sure that Tesla does pivot on the brand of Elon Musk so much as that Elon Musk has created a personal brand that is a constellation of the projects that he's involved with. Fair enough. Okay. So like when we think of, when we think about Elon, right, we immediately are thinking about like solar energy and rockets and batteries and electric cars and tunnels and uh, flamethrowers and PayPal. And that constellation of brands is underpinning all of the notoriety or um, headlines that he is generating as an individual. And those things reflect back on the, the, the brand to a degree, I suppose, but I don't really think that they're bigger, they're having a bigger impact than that constellation of brands does to our perception of him. So the personal brand is, in part, if not all, in the eyes of at least some, a reflection of accomplishments like that that create it. Is, is that how you see it? Am I understanding right? I think that's a fair statement um, because people do really want to know, like, what have you done and generated? Um, you know, what can they look at? What is your track record? Uh, what is your portfolio? And like, you know, for me, I have the clients that I work with professionally, but then I have the things that I do personally and realistically, you know, I want the, the personal work to be the things that are most attached to my name because they're things that I care about and they're most, um, they are the most expressive, uh, projects that I am professionally exposing, you know, in, in regards to like my personality and, and who I am as an individual. So exposing and putting a, a lens and directing people's attention to accomplishments and I and, and speculating, but the kind of work you do, it seems that some of it might be helping people revere things they've already done at a higher level and amplify them to the public. Some might be maybe more audience centered and actually going out and doing things that it would have an emergent effect on a personal brand. Absolutely. Accomplishment. Definitely. You know what? And, and the thing that you were talking about there, that, that first point about like, you know, being able to uh, crystallize our message about ourselves, we're all, you know, relatively bad about speaking about ourselves, you know, and that's something that, you know, I work on as well. Like I'm constantly trying to refine how I um, basically translate what I do for other people, but also to have, I mean, even before, you know, we went live here recording, like giving you my bio, it's like, okay, well, I have this short bio that's kind of like this thing, but then really I have this other slightly longer bio that's probably more appropriate for you. And like in, in a resume sense, we uh, gear and tweak our resumes to fit a particular job and then create a cover letter that really even gets more granular. And like, you know, doing the, that kind of thing and ref, like self-reflective sort of 
linguistic analysis of who we are and what we do and how we fit in to the larger ecosystem is perhaps not something that people do enough of so that they can sure. uh, continue to uh, improve with their metamorphosis, I suppose, over time. And, right. and what role does media play? Just like in terms of visual branding, is I, is it like branding a business? And that, hey, imagine you're a tube of toothpaste at the grocery store on the counter next to 20 other tubes of toothpaste. What's going to make it visually pop so somebody notices you? Is that a piece of it? Sure. Yeah. So like now you're kind of getting really into the specifics of that like 10 step program. So there's a whole lot of here's how you write, here's how you develop imagery, uh, you know, here's how you speak, here's how you exist in front of a camera, here's how you network, here's how you um, distribute, right? And, and I'm being very um, um, broad in those terms, you know, because like there, there are very specific instructions. And like the cool thing about that program is that like every single chapter, each one of the step chapters, like at the end of that, you're instructed to create and that you end up with something that you can use on, uh, you know, your personal brand. And by the end of it, like you should have uh, all of the assets necessary and have created a few things to actually like, you know, put yourself out there. Um, and I think that that really is the important thing. Like if you want to be a writer or you, if you want to write a book, if that's your goal, well, then you have to write, you have to write chapters, which means you have to write pages, which means you have to write paragraphs. You have to write sentences. Uh, you have to get ideas out of your head. So doing that regularly, just scheduling time to do that is required. If it's not natural for you, if, um, you know, you want to make podcast appearances or you want to develop a podcast, well, then you have to get in front of the microphone and speak and sure. develop a kind of candor and a tone about yourself so that you are engaging, uh, you're conversational, uh, you know, you're present. Um, if you want to do video, and again, like, you know, I'm not an in front of the camera person, but if you want to do video, then turn the camera on and you can, uh, you know, read scripts or you can just kind of wing it and see how well you do and watch back and review yourself and, and, and take notes and say, uh, you know, I was weak here. I was strong here. This worked, that didn't work. Um, so it's, it's a lot of those things and it kind of walks you through how all that fits together, um, in terms of content marketing, right? Like if you, if you aren't sure about what you're strengths are your skills are that you want to market and sell and attach your name to that is okay right work through this process and by the end of it you might know okay well that's not my thing this is now my thing dial into that and that might change a little bit uh over the course of your career or over the course of a few years if you're trying to start a business or you're trying to get some something off the ground some venture some project or just your own personal brand and you want to exist within some niche, just get started, you know, just start and start putting out content of some kind. And what it really is, is an opportunity to think and improve your understanding as you do research and put words together 
and um, and collect your thoughts. You know, you're making me think of a couple different types that I've run across. And one might be the purest artist or musician. And I'm thinking specifically of a musician that I've played with. I'm a musician who was very dedicated to his instrument, very dedicated to improving his skills and to helping the band make a better song with his contribution, but was averse to anything having to do with sales or branding or marketing. It's like, well, we want to dress this certain way to attract people at this venue. We want to do, even doing photography shoots. He was such a purity. And, and to me, that's a limiting mindset, but I've seen it in a number of people who are more on the artist creator side where they're very into honing their art but they have some blocks to promoting their art. Does that make sense? And have you run across that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's like um, very common on that side of things, um, you know. But that can't be how you exist uh, professionally. Like that's not the that's not the point of you know entering the market. <laughs> yeah, what's the point of making fantastic music if nobody listens to it because you haven't attracted people to give it a try? Right, same same scenario, but like, you know, maybe that wasn't his particular goal. You know, he, his goal wasn't to be popular. His goal was just to like make music and that was like enough for him, you know? Well, his actually was to be popular. Oh, well then, <laughs> you know, then you got to do the stuff. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the limiting belief. It, um, I'm seeing here and there and of, of those who just have, and it's, it's not really fair because I think it comes from the, the, the um, negative connotations that marketing has to some people because they see marketing purely is make someone feel bad and sell them something to make them feel good, which might be like remedial marketing, but there's also generative marketing of helping people feel great and get more value and, right. you know, be, make smarter buying decisions, educate and empower them and help them live, lead a richer life just through the communication. And, and this is just a shift in belief that seems to need to happen for some people. So it just makes me wonder, you know, have you run across that? How do you deal with it with people who, or are you not seeing it as much? Because since you sell personal branding, people are already kind of embracing the concept of honing their personal brand by the time they work with you. I see both, right? I see people that I work with that like, you know, we have sessions and then like they're running, they're off. You know what I mean? Like they, it clicks for them and they, you know, they just find their thing um, for themselves. And then I find other people that it's like, okay, we're doing sessions and like you begin to perceive them really kind of like shrinking back from it. Like, okay, it's not for them. That's not their thing. Um, and maybe they, go off and do something else. And like this idea that they had kind of falls by the wayside. Um, so yeah, I see, i see both, you know, and like, and it might just be that like, they weren't as into that idea as they were at the beginning. Maybe it wasn't the right idea. Maybe they learned that over time, but like at the, at, at the end of the day, like they still 
take away the underlying concepts that we worked on. Like nothing, you know, that, that I'm talking about doesn't translate to their next thing that they, they work on, you know. Um, I think that somebody that has some kind of like uh, undercurrent of entrepreneurial spirits or kind of like bootstrappiness, you know, it's going to reset at some point inside of them. They're not going to be able to like tamp it down forever. Yeah. If you're in business, you got to sell that simple. Whether you realize it yet or not on some level. Right. You have to do that. And so what would be, if, if you just had a very short conversation, five minutes in an elevator or quick conversation with someone and they said, well, what's, what's a few questions to ask myself to quickly assess where I'm at with personal branding? What kind of questions would you recommend to them? I would say, um, do you have a short bio? Do you have a portfolio? Do you have a website? Do you have a social presence? Do you have some of the other, um, you know, next level assets, you know, like press kits, uh, one sheets? Do you have merchandise? Do you have um, <laughs> events or engagements? Um, stuff like that, you know, that's, uh, Interesting. That's, kind of, that's kind of like the, the way I, I kind of think of it because like, you know, people then can begin to think about like, well, what's the next stage after this? The, you know, speaking is a great vehicle. Um, and that's, you know, live that can be online. There's, there's a lot of different ways to, uh, to so it's it like tiers or levels of types of media that people would graduate to as they evolve their personal branding. Like this is a tier one. If you just have a social presence or tier two, you've got a website or tier three, you've got things like a press kit and you speak at events. Well, sure. And then like, you know, at some point you get to a level where it's like, maybe you have uh, a video program or a television show or something like that, you know, or who knows. Thought Leadership Studio. I also want to say I really like that you start helping people hone their message before you get them into the media. That's very smart in my book. Yeah. So I think that, um, <laughs> what, what is that, that McLuhan, right? The, the, the medium is the message, right? So, uh, you know, not to be cliche or anything, but you have to, you have to do it to do it, right? You have to actually write if you want to have a blog, if you want to have a book, if you want to have a brochure, like you can't <laughs> just manifest those things without actually putting the pen down to the paper or clicking a keyboard. You yeah. Original ideas. Well, they don't even have to necessarily be original ideas, but uh, they do have to be on the page. Um, and that's okay. They can be refined and improved over time. Um, you know, and that's, that's, that's the point too, right? Like you're not going to be 
the same person in year 20 that you were on day one. Um, hopefully, right? <laughs> so you, you find there's an element of self-mastery by getting people engaged in the process and through writing, learning about themselves and evolving more quickly than if they weren't? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, and I don't want to say, yeah, for certain, but I, I think so. You know, for me, that has been the way as I've continued to, to write and create over the years. Um, there's definitely a self-exploration and discovery. Um, but I think that it really is about that, um, you know, what's that quote, you know, about Michelangelo, like, carving the David that he was just like freeing the rock from the form, you know, it already exists. You're right. Seeing, seeing it within the rock and setting it free. It was already right. there. Right. Right. That, that, that it, the capacity exists, you know, within us. And it's really just kind of about shedding all of the superfluous stuff and the, the blockages that we have and being able to uh, just, you know, process and be the best uh, that we, that we can. Um, I love that. And that does take time, you know? So we, we um, talked a little bit about this earlier, uh, but again, I, I want to kind of just step back and imagine you've got someone who you have just a short conversation with and they're like, I'm, I know I have to promote myself on the internet. I have not done it yet or I'm just getting started what are the major functions or areas of concern where should I put my attention to first and what are the steps right yeah so for me I think like you know it starts with the written word get your ideas out onto you know a piece of paper or on your computer and it doesn't have to be uh, a complete paragraph or a complete sentence. You can start with individual words and kind of begin to triangulate around those ideas. Okay. Um, if you don't necessarily have the words, but maybe you're a visual person, like go and grab up a bunch of imagery that speaks to you and try and figure out like, what are the, the terms or the pieces of information that I can extract from this imagery and put it down on paper. And then you can begin to, um, you know, build phrases and sentences out of that. And, uh, you know, again, like, like you said, hone your thinking in and better define your message, right? Mm -hmm. That I think is really where things start. And then that's how you can begin to transmute this stuff. Like I was talking about into other formats, whether it is video or audio, uh, or imagery, graphics, um, maybe even music, if that, if that is your thing. You know, music might be um, a good vehicle for you as well. There's, there's all kinds of uh, different ways to convey our feelings or what we want people to understand about us. And in your model, does the process and the system of creating and promoting a personal brand include sales or marketing oriented processes like creating a concentric circles model of lead generation where you develop awareness on this channel and you have 
maybe a report or something you give away on this channel to generate lead and you do you work with people on processes as part of the personal brand or do you see that as a separate discipline i do work within that space but not within the context of this workshop because i think that's a little bit more advanced right this is really kind of like the steps to get you out the door this is not necessarily like um you know, dealing with analytics and um, lead gen and schedules and things like that. That's that's probably next step. This is really about getting people out the door to get some handshakes and some meetings and stuff like that. It's not necessarily about you know that that next phase of things, which I think is what you're kind of addressing there. That's that's a little beyond this one. Oh, so you see it as sequential. It's like you create the personal brand as a beginning step, and then you'd move on to the more um, technical aspects of creating a marketing stack. Is that how you see it? Am I yeah, I, I would say so, because like you're going to have to find out what's going to work for you. And if you don't necessarily know where you exist, I think it's going to be tough to determine which tools are the right ones to assess your um, your growth there and what's working. If you're, if you haven't really, if you haven't determined like what it is you're doing in terms of your content marketing, then it's going to be tough to, to measure it. What, what kind of roles can benefit most from focusing on creating a personal brand or what kinds types of people or positions? Uh, solo entrepreneurs, people that are on the, um, like trade show and uh, event, like speaking event circuit, I would say those groups of folks would really benefit from this because it is about relationships and it is about presence and it is about making sure that you are able to establish a connection and follow up on that, which, you know, really does begin to then get into that, that lead gen aspect that you're talking about, um, which I think is important. Like if you're going to start collecting email addresses and you're going to start creating a newsletter and, and regularly publishing in that sense, then that's, that's really like that next phase of things where it's like you've, you have uh, dialed in more than, what this first 10 step program uh, instructs you to. Excellent. And in doing, creating a personal brand with a program like your 10 steps or with a consultant or with a coach, my understanding is that when you create the brand, when you start to learn to express your thoughts and your ideas and organize them by getting them on paper, and then getting them into media, that ends up also being a confidence building process. Yeah, I think that you should be gaining confidence as you continue to do that. Um, you know, what, what happens over time, you know, with my writing is I find that I am developing this large uh, repository of, of information. Some of that stuff can be reused. I mean, the first time that you write it, might not be the way that it is the 10th time that you use it. You might continue to tweak it and refine it and improve it uh, in terms of words or whatever. But like that's, you know, um, it's an incremental process. So 
It's only repurposing content. And if you've outputted content in one form, like a blog post, you could output it and output it in another form, like a newsletter. Yeah, right, for sure. What what are some examples of repurposing content you can share with our listeners? So I would say this is the best example, you know, from from personally that that I have um, right now is the Chicago 1893 project, right? Uh, it started in 2018 as a long form Twitter thread that I was doing. I, I had gotten this book from a client of these antique photographs from 1893 by the official fair photographer, Charles Arnold. And I just really liked the pictures. So I was like, all right, it's the 125th anniversary. I've got 125 days of the year. I'm going to try and make one post every single day of a picture and a little blurb. So I'm doing that. And about two thirds of the way through, I'm like, you know what? I've kind of got a lot of stuff here. Let me gather this up, see what I've got. Maybe I can do something else with it, like a blog post. And, uh, you know, I did that and realized, oh, wow, I've got thousands and thousands, thousands and thousands of words and over a hundred photos here. That's a very long blog post. I did it as a blog post anyway. And, you know, it was uh, kind of popular on, on Medium. And I said, you know what? I could probably turn this into a book. I did that next. Excellent. As I was doing the book, I was like, I wonder what else I could do with this. What if I could turn it into a documentary film? And I was able to do that, you know, and I had created a lot of music over the years. So that's a lot of the soundtrack. I had created the audiobook version of the book. So that becomes the voiceover for the documentary, um, you know, and, and that's a very holistic and thorough kind of development process and conversion process of media. Um, and it's a great example of the take off the intimidating edge of thinking, oh, I've got to create all this content. But when you realize all different ways it can be repurposed, it's not maybe not as intimidating as it seems at first. That was two years. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, that wasn't like <laughs> a one month process. That took a very long time, you know? So from Twitter thread to documentary up on Amazon Prime, that was two years, uh, almost to sure. the day. Sure. <laughs> Like you didn't have to reinvent the wheel at every step. You already had the wheel right. built and just had to reshape it a little bit. Right. And I imagine that you refined your ideas with every evolution. Absolutely. Well, this has been a really enlightening conversation, Michael. It's been great talking and I appreciate your time. And I'm going to put some links to your how to create a personal brand in 10 steps in your other media on the landing page for this podcast, which will be linked to if you're listening to this on an app, like an Apple or in Stitcher, then the link will be in the episode description. And if you're listening into it on the website, um, you, you're already on that page. Just look down the page a little bit. <laughs> but this has been great. I, I appreciate your time. It's been great meeting with you and talking, Michael. And I encourage our listeners to check out your stuff. Hey, thank you for the opportunity, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thought Leadership Studio. So I hope you enjoyed the interview with personal branding expert Michael Finney. Thanks again for listening. I'm Chris McNeil, your host. 
strategic thought leadership coach and consultant founder of thought and if you have not yet gone to the episode landing page check it out the link is in the episode description where you can get some free stuff like the marketer's guide to strategic thought leadership which gives you a pdf guide to assembling your own building blocks of your own strategic thought leadership program i also offer currently a free 30-minute thought leadership discovery meeting so if you are in a position of leverage and you're working on enhancing your own strategic thought leadership love to talk with you about it check out the link on the episode page and in any case subscribe if you haven't already leave us a review and look forward to seeing you next week Thought Leadership Studio.